0: The church in Thessalonica was established by the apostle Paul while on his second missionary journey. It was a model church. We will see this clearly as we study this awesome book. Paul also speaks of this church, this body of believers, as being an example to the Corinthian believers in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 1 through 5. Now Paul wrote this letter here to them in response to their questions and concerns to instruct them further, and to give them needed comfort. Because in the city of Thessalonica lies the belief that there was no life after death. In fact, a heathen inscription in Thessalonica read, After death, no reviving. After the grave, no meeting again. These young converts had questions and concerns concerning this. So Paul addressed it in this letter. Now, this epistle uh, has a threefold purpose: number one, to keep these young saints rooted in the truth, number two, to encourage them to continue to live holy, and number three, to comfort them regarding the return of Christ. There is definitely life after death. I trust that you are already there at First Thessalonians chapter one. And we are going to read verses 1 through 4. And it reads, Paul and Savanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, And labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. Now, Paul gives his usual greetings here. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Paul always gave thanks to God for this body of believers and constantly kept them before God in his prayers. You know, that's awesome. And then we see that there were three things Paul constantly remembered concerning the Thessalonians. Number one, their work of faith. Number two, their labor of love. And number three, there are patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, verse three is a very powerful verse. It contains what I call the big three, faith, love, and hope. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse uh, 13. And now about it, faith, hope, and love or charity. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Listen, all believers in Christ are people of love, faith, and hope. Then he goes on to say in verse 4, knowing your election of God, we know that we were handpicked by God. Paul makes this clear in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4, which reads, According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We know that we were chosen by God before the world was brought into existence. Verse 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance as ye know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Now, Paul says here that the gospel they preached unto them were not given in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. Now, let's look at this verse. He says, not in word only, Listen, a person must first hear the word of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 reads, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But it doesn't stop there, because the word of God is a supernatural book. Without the Holy Spirit, the gospel is merely words. With the Holy Spirit, it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. It is the Spirit of God who illuminates our minds to see and to understand what is written on the pages of the Bible. Verses 6 through 10. And he became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God is spread abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in uh, we had unto you and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. They became followers of Jesus Christ. They received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. The affliction did not affect their joy. And because of this, they were examples to all who believed in Macedonia and Achaia. But not just to them. They were examples to the rest of the believers in Christ everywhere. Everywhere Paul went. Somebody knew of the church in Thessalonica. The church in Thessalonica had a great reputation. In the midst of their affliction, they received the word of God with joy, turned from following after idol gods and began to live joyfully for the true and living God, working faithfully for him while waiting on Jesus' return. Oh, that's all right.